Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Now joining Paul and Jordana to talk Hollywood, film reviews, and all things movies from directconversations.com. It's Tim Lammers. Presented by Bradshaw and Bryant Personal Injury Attorneys. Seeking justice for the injured. Find them at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Have you told them, Lady Grantham? She's told us nothing. Do sit down. I've come into possession of a villa in the south of France. What villa? <laughs> Start at the beginning. Years ago, before you were born, I met a man. They spent a few days together and he gives her a house. You never thought to turn it down? Do I look as if I'd turned down a villa in the south of France? It was a clip from Downton Abbey, A New Era, which uh, is out at a movie theater near you. Tim Lammer's movie reviews, always brought to you by Bradshaw and Bright, personal injury attorneys seeking justice for the injured. Find them. MinnesotaPersonalInjury.com. We tracked down Tim. He's here. He's okay. <laughs> Happy Friday, Tim. We were worried about you. Those, it was one of those deals where I thought I sent the email, but uh, I didn't. I sent an email to another David, and maybe in my mind I thought, oh, I'm covered. But anyway, pip, pip, cheerio to you, Paul. Chip, chip yes, yes. Tell us about this. You know, I, I, I did watch Downton Abbey, the series, uh, at the pleading of my wife, and I actually enjoyed it. A lot more than I thought. The character development, the sets, the costumes, I thought they nailed it. It was it was pretty good. And how's the movie? This movie? Well, you know, this is actually the second movie. Right. Um, and, you know, you don't even have to be a diehard fan. I am not a diehard fan. I'm certainly aware of Downton Abbey, though. Um, and this is weird, Paul. For the first time uh, before the movie, they did, like, a recap of the first movie. I've never seen that in a theater before. Really? That's yeah, weird. and that was before, you know, that was, it came along with the trailers. It was about 10 minutes long. It was weird, but yeah. So they catch you up with the first movie if you didn't catch that one. But again, it's relatively easy to understand. Uh, Downton Abbey, it's, you know, a story about a family of British aristocrats and I almost said aristocats, aristocrats and their faithful servants. You know, two major plots going on in this one. You heard in the clip there, uh, one of them, uh, the family matriarch, Violet Crowley, played by Maggie Smith, she's inherited this French villa, um, but the reasons why are somewhat shrouded in mystery. The other big plot that's going on in this one is there's this British film company that wants to film a silent movie. Now, we're talking about this is in the age, it's in the dawn of talkies at the Downton Abbey estate. And the family reluctantly agrees, mainly because the money they'll earn from the production will help uh, with some much-needed repairs for the castle. So 
I found that fascinating just because you got to see what movie making was like in the 1920s, right around the time that uh, the silent movies were coming to an end and talkies were coming into their own. So just from a film history standpoint, I found that interesting. But look, this is, you know, it's an I can see why this was a huge series. And in, in the first film did, you know, for a, for a, you know, a smaller release, did a $100 million box office. So that was huge for them. So uh, you get the same people back. You get Michelle Dockery, you get Maggie Smith, you get Hugh Bonneville, all of the other principals from the TV series. And basically, the film feels like an extended TV episode of Downton Abbey, right? Um, the bonus is you get these beautiful settings, you get these gorgeous vistas that are amplified by a big screen presentation. So I, I think that fan, uh, if you're a fan, Paul, you're really going to like this show, uh, this movie. Well, I'm going to have to check that out. I'll, I'll check with my owner, my, my wife first and see if she, <laughs> she is. Now, is she a fan too, though? Uh, she is. She's a fan of Downton Abbey. We did not see the first movie, and that was my first question. Do you need to see the first movie for the second movie to make sense? But the fact that they have that, that 10 minute recap is a, a plus for us to get up to speed. And, and frankly, Tim, I'd like to see how the cast from Downton Abbey, the Crawley family, would do battling the beast in Monsters. <laughs> Hello? I miss you. I miss my son. Well, you better get used to it because you'll never see either one of us ever again. Mother, how could you have got my number? He just wants to talk to you. Why don't I come and stay with you for a while? I don't need any help. Everything is perfect. Ah! Cody. Mom, there's, there's a monster outside my window. You and I are completely safe, like two bugs snug in a rug. Ooh. Oh, okay. This one is in limited release, Paul, in theaters. You might be able to catch it on a screen or two in the Twin Cities, but it's also available on video on demand. Uh, Christina Ricci. People might remember her from way back being Wednesday Adams in the Adams Family first film adaptation, and she was in Casper. She she's in Sleepy Hollow. She has this penchant for scary stuff, and th this is right in her wheelhouse. Um, she plays Laura, this woman who flees with her seven-year-old son from her abusive husband. It's set in the 1950s. They go to this desolate farmhouse in California uh, with a nice big pond in the back. Seems like an idyllic setting, although Laura and her son begin to have terrifying visions connected to this pond and a swamp creature that appears first to the child and eventually to Laura. So they have to figure out, is this a figment of their imaginations, you know, uh, in relation to their past trauma, or is this monster real? So it's one of those shows films i guess you could say that would have worked as a show in a creep show setting or a tales from the crypt sort of thing like feels like an extended episode of one of those you know anthology horror series got a b-movie vibe at times being that it's set in the 50s actually one scene reminded me of steve mcqueen and the blob remember that one? Oh yeah <laughs> you oh, know my. so really yeah yeah it's you know but a it does campy? You know, have 
Well, not campy, just the special effects. It was like, wow, this is old school stuff, kind of like stop motion. And it just reminded me of the blob at one one instance. So, no, not a big, gooey monster like the blob, but kind of a frightening character nonetheless. Um, But the action does settle down. It does have a sensible ending. And I would say even somewhat of a profound ending. Uh, You know, there's some substance to this horror story. The creature is misunderstood. Isn't the creature always misunderstood? Yeah. Especially going back to Frankenstein, right? Yeah. I feel for then the they turned him mean days. and turned him into yeah. a monster after that. But I think most creatures do begin. At least those old Universal monsters started as misunderstood creatures. <laughs> Tim, thank you, and I'm glad you're okay. We were starting to worry. We uh, we called local <laughs> law enforcement, and and uh, well, if somebody knocks on you. your door, that that's what that's about. I'm glad you're okay. What Paul's right. talking about is I generally send them the uh, emails ahead of time, mm-hmm. and again, for some reason in my mind, I said, yeah, I sent that, and then wouldn't you know when Dave texted me, I, I can't even tell you where my cell is right now, but I appreciate your concern, and I, I'll probably send next week's movies today so you know for sure that i'm okay (laughs) thank you tim you're always reliable and uh a staple of our friday show so thank you and and have a great weekend and thanks for two great suggestions all right paul have a great weekend hang in there why why if you have t-mobile 5g home internet you might be hearing this a lot why every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours why why because your network gives priority to cell phone users why good question why not switch to cox internet with two times faster download speeds than t-mobile 5g home internet during peak hours okay stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5g home for details t-mobile prioritizes certain t-mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.